You are listening to the You Are Techie podcast, episode number 147. Welcome to the You Are Techie podcast, where it's all about growing in your techiness so you can find the tech job of your dreams. And now your host, technology learning coach, Ellen Toomey. Hey, moms. Are you trying to break into tech? Are you wondering what skills you really need to get hired and how those skills can be worth $45 an hour instead of the $25 an hour you thought when you first started thinking about going back to work? If so, then the Your Techie membership is for you. Our combination of courses, coaching, and community come with the mentor support you need to keep moving forward in your tech career. It's like no other membership program available. We have the exact skills employers are looking for. You'll learn how to maximize your income with portfolio-ready skills that hiring managers are seeking, not to mention the steps you can skip so you don't find yourself down that endless tech learning rabbit hole. Join me as I walk you step-by-step through the getting hired process in tech. Sign up at youartechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I can't wait to see you in our membership. Well, hello and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for spending some time with me here today. I really hope that this show adds value to your life and really finds you where you are in your getting hired process and in your personal growth and just touches your life in small or big ways. So I'm really optimistic that this show is going to help you wherever you are because I know that getting hired can be, it can just feel like this journey of not enoughness until you get there, but you don't have to feel that way. You can absolutely approach it like you are already there, you are already working, you are already doing what you desire to do. And you just, if you do that long enough, then someone pays you for it. (laughs) So I do not think that even though I just said that lightheartedly, that this is an easy process, but let's dive into the content. Today, we're talking about find the right job. And how hard is this when you're transitioning into new work? It's like, I will take anyone who will pay me for this job that I want to have as a developer or a UX designer or whatever it is. And so when we say find the right job, it feels so, I don't know, almost like greedy. Like, I'll just take any job. Thank you very much. But let me walk you through why it's worth spending the time to find the right job. Now, once we're employed and we have a pretty good job, It feels like, okay, now we're allowed to find the right job. But I'm here to tell you, you don't have to wait for that. What I want to encourage you to do, regardless of where you are in this journey, is to go back to your DJD. That's what we call it. Thank you. Shout out to Katie Silvers, our student who (laughs) posted that. The DJD. And I'm like, what's the DJD? The dream job description, Ellen. I'm like, oh, yeah, I created that. So the dream job description, you can go to U-R-T-E-C-H-Y.com slash dream job. And you can get that free PDF. It's been, I use this in my course and in my membership. It's been really instrumental for my students. We refer to it all the time. And that's just, it's just a freebie for you. And yes, you have to fill it out. I can't tell you what your dream job is, but it's going to give you the right questions to ask. And I am so confident that if you use this tool or something like it, 
What you're doing is leveraging your own decision-making skills and practicing the art of deciding what you want and what is best for you. That this will really be the differentiator in terms of confidence. And so we need to build our skills every day. That's a foregone conclusion. We don't just pretend that we're a UX designer. We actually do the work. We don't pretend that we're a developer. We don't watch YouTube videos to become a developer. We develop. We do the work each and every day. That's going to get you the leverage that you need over your brain to really convince yourself that you are job ready. So we kind of, that's kind of a foregone conclusion, but there are other things that we can do to build our confidence. And one of these action items that we can take to build our confidence in ourselves and not look to others to really build us up. You're looking to someone else to say, yeah, you're good at that. Yeah, I think you could do that. That's an area where you should come into your journaling, come into yourself and really practice deciding for yourself. Why do I say that? We don't ever want a compliment from anyone. No, it's not that. It's if you feel that you need that push to go there, that's just work that you have to do. We all have work that we have to do. There's nothing wrong with it. But having an opinion and deciding is so important all along in technology. You have to have an opinion about what direction you're going to take the code. You can't be like, well, I don't really know. You'll just spin an indecision and never make the progress. Well, I'm not exactly sure what this user would experience should be like. Let me ask the user. No, you have to have an opinion and make a decision and be willing to be wrong. Well, the best way to do that is to actually start with your own life and career and start making decisions about what you want with your job. So let's say that you download the dream job description, yourtechie.com slash dream job. You download it and you get to a question and you just sincerely don't know the answer. You really have never thought about it. You haven't spent time there. No problem. That is some work that you have to do. You have to spend some time thinking about it. Maybe you talk to different people about it. Maybe you do solicit different people's opinion, but just for your own filter so that you can decide what you want to do challenge yourself. Have you always thought this way? Is it just the way that your parents said that it should be? Maybe you should reevaluate why you have been making these decisions. Okay, for example, how much money you should make or the type of manager you should have or the health benefits that you should have, right? So the we all want benefits, but I know that my students have really taken it to the next level when their dream job description has something very specific to them about benefits are a great example, a specific benefit to them, right? Sure, yoga classes are great, if you're into yoga, if that's what you, if that's beneficial to you, but whatever is specific for you, that's a great place to say, here's how a dream job is customized to me and what I need for my family. And it's not just kind of the leftovers about what my family needs. It's really about what drives me and what's going to give me and bring me energy. Because as I have energy filling actions and people and work in my life, I bring my best self to work and I do my best work. So again, this dream job description, you're practicing making decisions and then stress testing them because here's the thing, ladies, like you can be wrong. I give you permission to be wrong. You can say, I absolutely must make $100,000 to start. I absolutely must make it. And then you can take a job for 80K and be super happy with that. And then guess what? That's still your goal. You can still have your 100K goal, but you can be like, you know what? I thought that I needed this and 
yet I wrote a decision and then I'm going to still be happy about where I am because I made this decision because it fits my life this way, it fits my life that way. You have to be willing to make a decision and be wrong. Why am I so committed to that? Why do I think it's so important to have an opinion? Because this is actually going to build your intelligence and build your confidence. And so why? Number one, you get comfortable being wrong. It's okay to be wrong. In fact, I love it when pundits, and I think financial investments are a really great example for this. It's a lock. There's no chance you can lose money. I'm positive. I'm absolutely sure when they're so sure, I know to run the other direction, right? Like any human can be wrong. People who've been right again and again. I mean, I love the book, The Black Swan by Nassim Taleb. I pretty much He's a very funny person. He's a little bit of a, has a little bit of a, an edge to his personality. And so it comes through in his books. And one of the things that he talks about is these people, these traders who do really well in certain markets, and then they do what's called blow up and then they lose all their money, right? So if you think of a stockbroker as someone who has a lot of money, some do, some don't, right? Some make good choices, some don't. But the key is, are you learning from that over time? And so don't be afraid to be wrong. Humans are wrong all the time. And even being wrong about yourself, that's how you learn and grow. I just want you to allow that a little bit more. Okay, so how is this about finding the right job? I keep going back to go back to your dream job description and just remind yourself what it is. Remind yourself what your dream job is at least once a week and then tweak it along the way. Now, ladies, tweak it. Don't change it. Don't fundamentally move the goalposts as you're making progress towards your career. Keep that dream job description pretty much the same, but then tweak it as you learn. Well, what's the difference between a tweak and a change? Well, a tweak might be, oh, you know what? I met this person and I think they'd be a great manager. And something I noticed about them was that they were really thoughtful. And I don't have that. I'm actually looking for a thoughtful manager and I didn't really think about that before. And so that's just one example. Like I've described my manager, but I've come across different ways that I want to tweak that. Okay. Tweak it. Don't change it. If you're always changing, well, now it's this and now it's that. No wonder you're confused and overwhelmed. You've got to keep it the same for a very long time. 90, 100 days is minimum just so that you know what you're focused on. And then what I encourage you to do is look up five jobs that represent that dream job description. And you can really do this at any phase, but if you're still in project one or wrapping up project one, just Keep doing that. But if you're already into project two, this is a great, this is a great thing to do. And if you say, well, Ellen, well, how about my portfolio? Don't care as much about the portfolio because if you've done the work, that's just representing the work and you can always kind of pull that together. So if you're in project two, if you don't know what I'm talking about, that's kind of our philosophy. You can go back and listen to previous episodes. But really, you want to do two real world projects that get you into the practice of tech. So again, you're in project two, you've got your dream job description, and you're going to look up five job postings. And these are going to be, now you're moving further along. This is not for research purposes. These are actual jobs that you may apply for. You may get, you may not get. But the point is that you want to align them as much to your dream job description. So you're kind of taking those five job descriptions and looking at them through the lens of your dream job and saying, okay, does this filter? Where are we off? Where is it not working? Where does it feel really aligned? Is this really a good alignment to my dream job or a great step towards my dream job? Okay. Depending on how you present that. So then you take those five. Now, if you're thinking, Ellen, no, I've got to finish project two. Why am I looking at jobs? Well, here's the thing. 
you may get this job, you may not. They may hire someone else and then it doesn't work out. And if you have built the relationships with these people, maybe they'll come to you. Thinking that you know the timeline of someone's hiring process, thinking that you know the timeline of someone's hiring process is not a good move. To think that people have their act together and they're going to actually say like, we're hiring in this amount of time and here's how we're going to interview. And that like, it just isn't like that. And FYI, for my students, when they interview with people and they say, we're really in a hurry to fill this role, it's just we're really rushed for time. Those jobs always take the longest. Just an FYI, I don't know why that is. The people who don't even bother saying that just get right to it. They tend to hire faster. But I hear you. You feel intimidated because there's a job posting. And what if you don't qualify for it right now? That's okay. Think about these five jobs as you're trying to bring that into your life, jobs like that. And you want to reach out to the people, five people at each company, and you want to start asking them about the culture and finding out, hey, I think this is aligned to my dream job. Am I right? That's really what you're doing is you're kind of testing your decisions. Again, you're improving your intelligence around it and building your confidence by saying, I made this decision. Let me see how well I'm doing how well I'm aligned to it. And so you're looking at, and this is going to get to be a lot of work right away. Five jobs, five people, that's 25. Okay, now we're going to reach out to them. Now we're going to schedule time. Some of them won't respond. Some of them will. And then you're going to follow up and you're going to meet with them. You're already going to notice, hey, that's a lot of time. I know. But why can I be so sure that it's worth spending time on those five? Because you filtered for your dream job. You're aligning it to that. It's okay if it's not perfect, but you're looking at the job with a direction as opposed to this other approach of like, I'm going to apply to 100 jobs. Let me just do that as fast as I can and see how fast I can get hired. That might feel good, like you're doing a lot of work, but it's not going to be the fastest way to get hired. How can I be so sure? Because you're going to put time and energy into these five jobs. And here's what I know. Maybe you get one of them. Maybe you don't. So is it a waste of time if you've connected with all those people and you've looked at the job posting and you've attempted to align your skills to it? No, it's not going to be a waste of time. You're building the right skills. And I don't just mean Figma or code. You're building the right skills like, do I have the skills for this company? Maybe you find out, you know what, I'm really missing this one piece. I've gotten great feedback from them. I'm going to up-level my skills. So you'll know exactly which way to up-level your technical skills, but you are also creating the network. You're building your network. You're building your community with the right people, the people at the organizations that you want to belong to. You want to belong to these types of organizations. Now, along the way, guess what? One of them, you're going to find out, I am not excited about this at all, or they mistreated me. Okay, Veer the other way. So you're educating yourself on it. Now, be careful if it's a big company. Try not to be too harsh. They've got a lot of people. Maybe it's just a different department. Give people a chance. But if you've been sincerely mistreated, move on. You deserve to be treated well throughout the process. Not perfectly, but also not mistreated. So you're going to be learning as you go through this and then shifting so that you won't waste time applying to that down the road. But my point is that you're going to get hired faster by laser focusing your skills. And I mean all the skills, your technical skills, your communication skills, your interviewing skills, your outreach skills. You're going to be getting better and better at that. Now, here's the thing. Remember, I'm going to assume you're pretty new at that. And 
Okay, fine. Some of you are excellent at networking. I get it. You're great community builders. But what I'm talking about is really building your community and discussing. I'm just going to say it. You're pitching yourself for the job. And I know we don't like to think of ourselves as salespeople, but that's what you're doing. You're pitching yourself. And so unless you've pitched yourself for a tech job before, you're probably not going to be that great at it because you're new at it. But you can improve by practicing more. So you're kind of practicing with people who maybe you know you're not far enough along, so you're not that vested in it. But what do you know? What if in three months you are and you can go back to them and be even better than you were? That does happen. And even if you don't get hired by these original five or for these original five job postings, maybe you love one of the companies. So then you really stick with it and you just keep following up with them and following up with them until they do have an opening for you. Maybe they have an opening for a senior UX designer, but they'll hire you as a junior UX designer. And so what it happens is as you do this, as you say, I have my dream job description, I find these five jobs that are aligned to it. I reach out to these five people. It sounds like so much work and it sounds like that because it is, but basically this becomes your job. This becomes your full-time job. And if you think my full-time job is applying to jobs, no, Your full-time job is moving forward in your career with the right community and the right skills. And that's what we're doing. We're aligning what we're doing to the right jobs and the right people. And then we're iterating on it because you're going to learn so much more from diving in with those five companies and the five people at those companies. Now, keep in mind, my students do this strategy all the time. Sometimes When they reach out to five people on LinkedIn, they only get two people that respond, right? It's kind of a funnel thing. We reach out to five and maybe we get three to respond, connect with us on LinkedIn, and then two we meet with, and then one we get an introduction with. Like You're just consistently going back. How else can I meet them? In the beginning, this feels very slow, but as you build momentum and go to networking events like meetups, it helps you because you're like, oh, I know this person or I know that person. You start to get in the same circles with the people that you want to work with. It's basically just like go hang out with the people you want to work with. That's the strategy. So you can ask yourself, how can I hang out with the people I want to work with? Sometimes you're hanging out physically. Sometimes you're hanging out on LinkedIn. Sometimes you're hanging out over email. But you're basically putting yourself in that position and you just keep going back and keep going back to that group and those people, not in a bugging them sort of way, not in a I'm going to keep you know, sending a LinkedIn message to the same person 20 times who doesn't respond. Not like that. Go back to the company. Who else do you know? So if you never get those first five originally, then you just keep going back. That can just be part of your hourly community building that you're doing. Or sometimes my students do it weekly on Friday. The point is that if you want to find the right job, you have to keep getting closer and closer to the skills required to get that job. And you have to keep getting closer and closer to the people who offer that job. You can look today and think, well, I really have no idea. Start developing an idea. That's why I created the dream job description because you're taking ownership of your life with that. And you're saying, this is something I'm willing to work towards. Even though I have confusion, uncertainty at this point. I'm just going to every week get better and better at getting towards this dream job. And that's enough. That is enough. And I can feel confident and I am enough through this process that I can feel confident that I'm doing the right work. I'm moving towards the right job, not any job. I'm moving towards my dream job by doing the things that are aligned to it. 
I hope this was super helpful. I was coaching one of my students on this. And so I wanted to share it with all of you. It's such an important thing. And I hope that this has provided a lot of value for you. I just want you to know, I know that's challenging. I know this is a really difficult thing, but I wanted to do an episode that encouraged you to do this and really walked you through exactly what it looked like. So remember, you're enough. You're doing enough. Act as if this is your job. Show up as if this is your job every day, and then it will become that way. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. Have a great night. Hey, if you enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to sign up for the UR Techie email list. Imagine being in the tech job of your dreams. Join me to get the strategies, training, and never-ending support to get hired. Sign up at URTechie.com. That's Y-O-U-A-R-E-T-E-C-H-Y.com. I'll see you next time.